Yeah, yeah. That's the old heads. Mixing it up, Jay-Z, Rihanna song, Cry. The old heads with a Z, check them out, man. They are amazing. The old heads music. Dot com. What's up everyone? This is FX2 and I am bringing you a brand new episode of A Murder of Musicians. What's up? Today's show is titled Let's Get Visible, Visible. And I just did a real disjustice to the Madonna song there, but... You know, I wasn't born with the voice like hers. (laughs) So I promised you on the last episode that we would get into visibility and how to increase that. Because quite honestly, your visibility is your digital advertiser, I guess you'd say, or your digital flyer for... The people that are pre-Y2K, not millennials, they're a little bit older, you remember people used to advertise by putting sheets of paper, you know, Xeroxed copies, flyers, whatever, for services under the windshield wipers of your your car while you were at the supermarket or the mall or something like that. So... If you think about that method of spreading your services or your music around to the local community, you would do something like that, right? Well, today's day and age enables us to be global. We're worldwide instantaneously. So... You can throw those flyers underneath the windshield wipers of almost everyone on the planet Earth who is tuning in to different social media platforms, music, scouting platforms. And you really need to spread your wings, so to speak, and fly away and find different ways to get your music visible and if you've listened before you've already heard me talk about getting an email address that is um, true to your brand okay if it's the name of your band if it is your production company you want that as your email address from there then you'll get Going on one of the social media platforms, I'm a big fan of Instagram. I think that right now, today, Instagram is the best social media platform for musicians out there. Twitter is, in my opinion, garbage. Facebook is more or less just a bunch of, you know, family members or friends reconnecting. Instagram, you're going to find the majority of musicians dropping their new albums and 
wait a minute, hold up. This brings me to a segue that I didn't know I was going to get to this quickly, but there are two of the greatest producers that are undervalued right now. One is from Pittsburgh, the other is from Michigan, and they just dropped an amazing single, Demons. It's Beats by Morgan and You Can Do It Chucky, and they're on Apple Music, and I'm going to play it for you right now because this just came out, and they released it today, February 10th. 2023 so if you were listening to this episode in the future why don't you go give them some likes turn me up on the left side a little bit i'll let you enjoy beats by morgan i can't let any demons get best i can't let any demons get best i can't let any demons get best i can't let any demons get i can't let any by Morgan, You Can Do It Chucky featuring Saul and Wesso. The song is called Demons. professionalism this is exactly the caliber and quality that I am referring to now this wasn't 
a huge, you know, $100,000 production. I don't think. If it is, you can do it Chucky and Beats by Morgan. You guys owe me a couple of bucks because you just got paid. No, I don't think so. But it shows you what you can do as a music producer with today's technology outside of a professional recording studio. So that is all well and good that you're able to make beats, you're able to record them at a high quality. Well, now it's time to gain visibility for your brand. And what you're going to be doing is finding that platform that you're most comfortable with I know I knocked Twitter and Facebook earlier. Why don't you check out Instagram? <laughs> I can't get myself to say go to Facebook or, or Twitter to start. That's just leading you down the wrong road, so to speak. Uh, if you don't mind the Chinese spying on you, then download TikTok because the reviews from musician blogs online are raving about how much traction they've been able to receive from different music-promoted clips on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok personally, so I can't speak of how well that platform works, but I will tell you that Instagram is probably your best bet. And what you're going to want to do on that platform first is gain some fans you know they don't even have to be followers yet just make it so that every one of your posts tells a little bit about your background or where you're coming from and where you're going what I mean by that is show them that you're in the studio. Maybe you take a couple of snapshots while you're putting a track, you know, together while you're composing a track. Just little candid shots like that. Maybe a few with you fingering the MIDI keyboard. Yes, I did say fingering. Um, playing the playing the keyboard or any other instrument. Just taking snapshots, candid photos like that shows the general public out there that you're a hardworking musician and they're going to be anticipating the upcoming release. And one thing I must really stress at this juncture is that you, as a new music producer on a new platform, should only post a single track at a time. Now I know that it's going to be tempting to upload your entire catalog because we all have a thousand songs that we've written, but when it comes down to it, if they're not up to the caliber of, say, what you just heard from You Can Do It, Chucky and Beats by Morgan, that song Demons, if it isn't quite as polished as that you don't want your digital resume which I always talk about to have that 
subpar, subprofessional, you know, underproduced, underpolished version of what your talents really reflect. So my advice would be to first find a music platform that will allow you to upload your songs for free. So there's a number of different social media or online websites that will allow you to upload on their platform for free. And one of the best, I believe, is SoundCloud. Now, you can go to other, you know, platforms and promote yourself on them as well is definitely something to think about down the road. But for the time being, SoundCloud or AudioMac would be my two choices for the music producer who's just emerging onto the scene. So let's placate this and imagine that we took a bunch of snapshots of candid um, music sessions when we're in the studio, you know, while we're doing the unthinkable, while we're fingering the keyboard and we're plucking those strings and we're singing into that microphone. So we've done that for a few weeks on Instagram where we've already maybe mounted 40, 50 followers, which is pretty good, right? Without even having any music out there. It's just the anticipation. So now on SoundCloud, you can upload your MP3 or WAV file. And now you can get a sneak peek of how different your tracks will sound once they are coming out of a social media platform. The SoundCloud and AudioMac platforms, one of them I believe has an option where you can equalize the track and you can master it slightly, but that's nothing like Spotify, for instance, that it has um, an option for Dolby surround sound mastering. I believe Apple has that as well. And that really gives you the polished sound that you're looking for. Without that, though, you're probably going to need to do these three steps. Number one, upload a song. Number two, listen to that song. And number three, listen to that song again on a different device. So what I would suggest doing is first listen to the track that you uploaded with your studio headphones. You know, give it a listen. It's probably going to sound very similar to how it came out of your DAW or whatever program you were using. Then I like to switch to a really cheap pair of earbuds. <laughs> and for like under $20, you can get a pretty well-known brand. I believe 
I have a pair of shitty ear buds. They're they're wired too with the microphone. I got them from Skull Candy, and they were like fifteen or sixteen dollars on Amazon, and I used them for exactly this purpose. I want to hear the track, my track that I uploaded on those shitty earphones because believe it or not a lot of the listening audience out there doesn't have studio quality monitoring headphones no they do not you're going to be lucky if someone's listening to you with you know a pair of high-priced airpods or you know beats by dre or something like that but for the most part it's not going to be the expensive you know upper quality type listening audience that is going to be hearing your tracks for the first time imagine you're in an office or you know a playground or wherever a party and you know people are putting on music and they're just playing it out of their phone right so that's the third type of device that I love to listen to my music through. So I'll unplug the headphones from my cellular phone. And I will just allow the speakers that came with the phone to play my tracks. And you know what? You learn a lot about your mastering ability and your ability to equalize properly and compress and have noise gates and limiters and everything else all those good plugins you know to really keep the sound kind of constant throughout your entire track you don't want any pops you don't want any hisses and you certainly don't want any really loud percussion sounds i'm tired of hearing all these um People are writing beats and they have the audacity to just turn the hi-hat track up higher than any, anything else. So if you're listening on your phone or something uh, like those Skull Candy headphones I was talking about earlier, they're not going to hear the lows, okay? The lows are going to be lost. So... I don't know of any cell phone out there that has a subwoofer on it. Until they design one that does, your music's gonna sound pretty crappy out of a phone. But that shouldn't deter you because you've already listened to your track twice. Before that, once on the cheap pair of headphones and before that on your studio headphones. So you'll get an idea of what you need to do to that track to polish it up a little bit more. And the reason why I'm saying that one track and you're doing one at a time is because you're going to inevitably run into a problem like this where you upload a track, for instance, that sounds amazing coming out of your computer and then when you're listening to it on your girlfriend's cell phone it sounds 
like a bunch of raccoons rummaging through a garbage pail or something like that. I, it just sounds noisy, chaotic, and inconsistent. You'll find out how to properly master and equalize your tracks after a little bit of practice. And that's exactly why you need to start slow and only post one track at a time. Once that track is sounding great and it's almost right at that professional caliber level that you want, then you post a link to that song on your Instagram. And now all of your followers, those you know, 50 followers that you've accumulated in the last few weeks, hopefully about 10% of them will go check out your song. So you'll get about five, six, seven plays right away. And that's really good, especially if this is your first track that you're putting out there. So going forward, what would I do if I were in your shoes? Well, the same process over and over again. Okay, releasing singles at a time. And there's absolutely no reason you should be releasing an entire album, especially if you're not known. If you look at today's highest paid artists, they're not releasing albums, they're dropping singles. Why? Because singles sell better. Okay, and they stream better also. So for instance, on Spotify, if there is a song from your new album on the playlist, it's just going to be one song. It's going to be the best of the best, really. When, you know, I was coming up, you all could remember that you'd buy a CD and there'd be those two good songs that you've got a chance to listen to on the radio. And then there's like eight others that, you know, like, oh my goodness, I just wasted however much money I saved from my, my lunch fund. And that's exactly what I used to do is uh, save up on my on the lunch money my parents would give me. And then each weekend I'd go to, where was it? Sam Goody. Yeah, back, back in the day, Sam Goody. And I'd buy a cassette tape. And this is back when The Chronic came out, uh, Snoop's first album came out. And I remember that I had purchased an album. It was titled From the Muddy Banks, I believe. It was a Nirvana cassette tape at the time. And I remember putting it on. It was it was um, a recording from one of their live shows. And it was really poorly recorded to begin with. And it just didn't entice me. And this was the first time that I ever went into a store to return an item. Now, mind you, I'm only 14 years old, but I have the attitude of, you know, some 40-year-old 
midlife crisis motherfucker who wants to rip off everybody's heads until he gets what he wants. I was just such a little brat throwing a temper tantrum that I was able to return the cassette tape. Mind you, I dubbed a recording of that cassette tape before I returned it. <laughs> yeah, this is the way we used to steal music before Napster. And for you, you that don't know Napster, well, Napster was like our Apple Music or Spotify playlists, you know, you could actually just download people's songs for free because they were all pirated. It was a sharing website and it got shut down. Now we're in a world where streaming is the only thing that not even teens, but people in their 20s and 30s, 40s even, so your entire demographic audience is now more inclined to listen to platforms like Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, you know, all the big players that are out there right now. If you want to be on those websites, my advice is to practice first by uploading a single at a time, get used to posting your music online and mastering it, and then at that point, you can look for a distributor. And there are three distributors out there that I would recommend. One of them is CD Baby. CD Baby has been around pretty much forever. And what they do is they charge you up front, I believe. And yes, up front. And it's a 9% royalty that they take from every sale or take from every potential revenue stream that you'd be earning. So they take 9% of that. The one that I love to use is DistroKid. And that one is only $19.99. You have unlimited uploads. And you get to keep 100% of the royalties. So it, it really is the best one out there. I'm still going to tell you that TuneCore is another great service. I believe they have a sale going on right now for $30 the first year. And then it's $50 each additional year. Or $10, I believe, if you want to upload a single. And what they do for you is... All of the work that you don't want to even know that needs to be done before you can post your songs on those platforms. And what I'm talking about is the metadata. So that's all of the artist's information. That's everything about the song. It has the copyright. It has, you know, the serial numbers. Everything is done through these distributors and then they put them or put the song whatever you decide to upload on all of the different platforms 
So it really is a wise investment, I think, to use DistroKid for $20. I mean, you really can't beat that. It's great. And they'll release all of your tracks that you upload to the big names out there. And that's how you get visibility. Once you're in the network with a distributor, you're going to be on so many different platforms. And when I was referring to your 50 followers when you just started out, right? And then five of them listen to your playlist. Let's imagine that you've now somehow amounted a hundred thousand followers. All right, that's a little lofty of a goal, but we'll say a hundred thousand to make math simple and easy. And we'll take 10% of that. And that's how many people are going to be listening to your streamed music, but on each one of the platforms. So everyone has their favorite music playing platform, whether it be Pandora, Spotify, or Apple Music, any of the others as well. So your visibility is going to be accumulating at an exponential rate. Okay, so week one, you may have 50 listens, 50 plays. You wait a month, it turns into 500. Because you have all these different platforms where people are exploring music and you have opportunities to land on playlists, and that's when you really get noticed. And if you want to get the most visibility for your brand, another way to kind of figure out how your music will be received by the online community is to use a free platform like Submit Hub. Submit Hub is um, a great music uploading platform because you can upload tracks for free and random people will review your music and give you written reviews critiquing your music. So you'll actually see, you know, how your music is being received. So what you think is a great track may actually be pretty crappy when someone else is listening to it. Or it gives you an opportunity to use those reviews as a way to improve upon the track that you uploaded to SubmitHub. And it was reviewed and not in the best light. Maybe there were too many times where your lows would drop out or your highs kind of pierced. And fortunate for you, there are a lot of people out there doing these written reviews to earn credits so that you can take a chance at posting your tracks to 
major music bloggers and labels. So that is another way that you can increase your visibility immediately is by uploading songs to a platform like Submit Hub. And then you can get featured in a music blog and Basically, that's going to be the goal there, okay? Um, there are a few, I think, Santa Rosa record label, Ear to the Ground. Uh, these are music blogs, the Owl Mag, Ear Milk, Indie Shuffle, Gorilla vs. Bear. You know, you want to be featured in a blog. Why? Well, it comes down to, you know the good old analytics and search criteria. So now, instead of just your website, your social media platform, your BeatStar page or SoundCloud stream, you have the opportunity to be found through another backdoor, so to speak. So people that are already reading about music instead of listening to music, and trust me, there are a lot of people out there that would prefer to read music than listen to music. Those people will now be able to find you on Google or whatever browser you're using, or they're using for that matter, because you would be referenced in that blog. So there's now a written record on your digital resume from an established online music blog like the Owl Mag or Ear to the Ground. Ear to Ground, I believe, yeah. And Santa Rosa Records. You want to get visibility any way you can. So I would definitely recommend submitting first your track to like a submit hub where these blogs and labels will be scouting for upcoming emerging artists, you know, independent producers. And they really are pretty good the website is rather the website submit hub is really good at kind of narrowing down the category of your genre of music to a t if you have ever seen um, different categories for music in apple's music or spotify you have all of the well-known rock, alternative, classical, jazz, R&B, hip-hop, dance, you know. But on Submit Hub, what they do is they break down the categories even more. So your rock has your indie rock, your garage band rock, your, you know, heavy metal rock, and then everything else under the sun. When it comes to electronic music, it's even better for you. You can pin down your sound so that 
the bloggers and the labels that are searching for the next big, I don't know, cyberwave genre or Afro beat producer, they're going to be searching for people who have chosen those genres. So now you are narrowing down the amount of musicians that are in the pool for these labels and bloggers to listen to and produce content from. So it's kind of a win-win. You do need to do a lot of the reviewing of other people's music to gain the credits if you don't want to pay for the services. In order to submit your tracks to directly to the blog or the label, you need premium credits, and I believe they run about a dollar a piece or something like that. And it could be a big waste of money. So my advice is do the reviews. I think after 20 reviews of other people's music, you get a credit. And most of the blogs or labels are only one, two, or three credits for your submission. So it's really not that bad. So think about 40 reviews that you're going to have to listen to um, and comment on before you'll have the ability to send your best track to that specific label or blogger that is looking for your style. And I cannot stress enough how important it is to maintain the ability to be visible on all these platforms. And that's where your organizational skills need to come in. And if you don't have any organizational skills, maybe your girlfriend does. If not, talk to your mother. Worst case scenario, you hire someone to take care of your social. And what I mean by that is all of your accounts, your platforms, you know, they all have to be in sync with each other. Another reason why I stressed one platform in the beginning is so that it's relatively easy for you to stay on top of it. You're putting up high caliber content every other day or so, keeping your fans engaged, your followers are, you know, staying focused and attentive to whatever it is that you're producing. Remember that anticipation that they're feeling for the track that you haven't even written a goddamn note for yet, but, you know, you got so many great photos of you fingering that MIDI controller that, you know, it's going to either give you a big following or it's going to land you on Pornhub. <laughs> I don't know. There's probably a category for that, right? There is for everything. And you really need to be aware of your socials because they are, once again, your digital resume that is never, ever, ever going away. So when you are five years into the game and you're 
producing something like what we heard from You Can Do It Chucky and Beats by Morgan, that song Demons earlier, until you're at that level of professionalism, you really don't want to be spreading your music out all over the internet. Why? Because if there is uh, one or two tracks that people aren't fond of or you did not properly EQ them first before uploading, which is a big no-no, we already covered that, you're going to lose that fan. And that may not seem like a big deal. Okay, what the fuck? So what? I lose one fan from Twitter or Facebook. I have a hundred and fifty others, you know, and I'm getting ten a day. So fuck that guy. Well, that guy also has a hundred followers that if he was really impressed with your track, he might repost it or turn his friend's onto your music you know the possibilities are endless if you are uploading a high caliber semi-professional to professional quality tracks and i know that the <laughs> i'm not going to sing it again but the title of this song is let the title of this program rather not this song is a murder of musicians and the title of this episode is let's get visible visible but you also need to be mindful in the fact that you want to be seen in a specific way under a specific light from a very unique perspective that separates you from every other one of the 58,000 music producers in the United States. I believe that is the statistic from last year. It, yes, 58,000 music producers in the United States alone. Oh my goodness. So that's a lot. That's a lot of competition. So if you post one or two bad tracks, you're not going to get a chance you may not get a chance to grab that fan's attention on your third attempt. I mean, if I listen to one or two tracks from someone, I pretty much already have an idea in my mind of what I could be expecting from that producer in the future, whether it be good or bad. You know, there's really no judgment when you're first beginning because that's what you're doing. You're starting out and you're learning and it's a time for you to practice. And we know that the way in which we practice is by uploading those single tracks to someone like SubmitHub or SoundCloud or AudioMac just to get a feel of what it's like to upload your music. Because when you are trying to make money off of your music, you want to spend the least amount of money possible to promote that 
particular track or album. So think about it. Not only are you spending money for these distributing services, but you know, there's a lot of time that you're wasting. And that's a big pet peeve of mine is wasted time and wasted money for that matter. Because if you're just starting out, the worst thing you can do is empty your bank account, spending money on, you know, artwork from different artists online, or you're getting your tracks professionally, you know, optimized for the platforms like Apple Music, it costs a pretty penny. And as a music producer at home, I don't like to say home recording studios or producers, I I call them semi-professional. You want to use whatever money you have available to you for equipment. Okay, the better your equipment, the better your overall product. So, if I'm going to spend $150, I'm going to buy myself maybe a nice travel MIDI controller to finger when I'm bored. (laughs) I had to throw that in there one more time, I'm sorry. Beating a dead horse, right? And that's basically what we're doing right now by saying you need to practice first before spending money on these distributing platforms. So to sum up today's Let's Get Visible visible episode of A Murder of Musicians, we listened to a great mix by the old heads And you can find their stuff. I believe their website even has their last EP or album. It's entitled His and Hers for a free download. So you should definitely go check them out. The Old Heads with a Z music.com. We listened to them in the intro. And then we got to really listen to a polished track by You Can Do It Chucky and Beats by Morgan. It's on Apple Music right now. It's called Demons. You're going to check that out. Like it. Repost it. That's what we're here for. A community of artists for artists. So every time there's an episode of this podcast, maybe there'll be a different music producer dropping an album or a song or working on something, maybe even performing, doing a live set somewhere, or they're promoting another act, we're going to bring them up on this podcast, and we're going to keep you informed, and we're going to give you the opportunity to have your music played on this show as well. It's very, very easy. If you remember that there's an email address for this show provided by Gmail. So it's a murder of musicians at gmail.com.
www.dreamwithdreamy.com. Or you can go to either one of the websites listed in the bio, djfreshfrosh.com, fx2studios.com. Get involved with the community. Take a look at the bulletin board. You'll see a bunch of music producers up there that have all been vetted. They're legitimate. They're putting out great tracks right now. We're going to be hearing them on the show in the future. Check them out now. Get involved with the community. Do collaborations with other music producers because practice, practice, practice is what you need in order to maintain that consistent leveling up, so to speak, behavior with your music. You want to always be getting better and working towards that goal of a polished, professional-sounding music track. And I am FX2. With that, I am going to leave you all until next time. Thank you so much for listening to A Murder of Musicians. Check us out, djfreshfrosh.com, fx2studios with a z.com. Or email me. I don't see a lot of hate mail coming in recently. So can you guys step up your game? I told you once before I love reading hate mail. So send me those emails. Tell me how much I fucked up today on this show. Because I like that. You know, I'm going to listen to myself sing that visible visible segment over and over again until I stab my eardrums with a rusty screwdriver or something oh man I can't believe that I might just edit that out fuck it and then you won't know what I'm talking about now so I just dug myself a hole anyway thank you for joining me on a murder of musicians sign up go to the website become part of the collective become part of the community Check it out, you know, be part of something and be part of something that is going to be great. We're on the ground floor, so to speak, right now, you know, just building up our audience and our, you know, potential for great musicians is just overwhelming. So get on the website now, sign up, become a member of the Murder Collective, and get your music played. We have a SoundCloud Pro playlist. We play your music online on the website. And as you can hear, every episode, we will feature music from one of our members in the beginning of the program. And if you're dropping something, like Beats by Morgan, and you can do what Chucky did today with their Demon song, I'm going to play it. I will. I'm a nice guy. Hopefully you'll buy me a cup of coffee next time. Well, I'm going to say bye-bye. This is FX2. That was another episode of A Murder of Musicians. <laughs>